Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What a glorious week this has been for me, and I hope it's been the same or similar for you. Those of you who know me a little bit know I talk often about mindset, and so I know that for most of us, it has not been a carefree week, as no week is, typically anyway but that you can rise above circumstances, mainly because the Lord provides that for us. But I like to think of myself as when the troubles come, when the challenges come, to get up on a high branch. I envision a branch outside my window or somewhere like that, that I like walking or driving and just really seeing things for what they are. For instance, my mom, I talk about my mom often. My mom had a very challenging week that affected all of us. But then yesterday, I had the opportunity to Zoom with her. I typically Zoom with her every week. She's in a facility. The facility is just so, so wonderful. And I had no idea that I would be speaking with her, at least not on a Zoom call. I have talked with her on the phone, and she's been very weak. But they called to confirm that we were having the, the, the Zoom call, and I was shocked. And then when I saw my mom, I was even more shocked but shocked with delight because she looked just radiantly beautiful. And although she's still um, not back to where she should be, her attitude is just so, so gracious. And, I mean, it's, it, it just clipped me at my knees to think that I would have even thought to have complained or looked on this as, Um, negative. It taught me a lot, and I just hope that something out of that example will help you to soar. And particularly today, the day that we celebrate, designate, set aside to remember the Lord Jesus's death, burial, and resurrection. And today is Good Friday. Good Friday, and I want to say Happy Good Friday to you. Now, for him, this was not a, quote, happy occasion. But again, when you are able to see from a different perspective, from as much as we can, the perspective of God, then we see what a wonderful day 
this truly was and is. Now, to our reading for today. As noted in the, um, the episode description, this reading gives us a glimpse of what it looks like to live covenantally as aging and some of its companions come to visit us. Jane is who we're reading about today. Jane shares a portion of a tough segment of her life. Her details just rise off the pages to meet us, and those details hopefully will help us move forward with anticipation for what God can do and how we should respond to him in our circumstances. So from Jane's perspective, as a young child, I looked forward to the changing seasons. My parents and grandparents taught me to delight in God's glorious creation, and the Lord continues to grow my wonder, purpose, and delight in the changing seasons of my life. My life was chosen in Christ before the foundation of the world that I should be holy and blameless before him. She takes that from Ephesians 1 and 4. At age 68, God took me into a deep valley. My dear mother was called home. Ten months later, the Lord called Tom, my beloved husband of 47 years. He called him home suddenly. Amid grief and uncertainty, God was my faithful comforter, enveloping me in his loving presence and truth. He surrounded me with the body of Christ to help me navigate the challenges and decisions I faced. The weekends were some of my loneliest days in those early months as I replayed the times we shared. One Saturday, I prayed for the Lord to direct my steps, that I would be a good steward of my day. I found myself walking through Target, enjoying being with people. I eventually made my way to the dressing room where the woman in charge said, Honey, I have been watching you smile, help, and enjoy your time here. And I am thinking you must have the joy of the Lord in you. (laughs) We had a sweet moment as we spoke of our mutual love for Jesus and even managed a brief hug and prayer. That seminal encounter has shaped my walk and opportunities as a child of God in this season. My days were soon filled with the challenges of saying goodbye to the home my husband and I had loved for 20 years, a home that had resounded with joyous memories of our children, six grands, and many guests. I saved cleaning our library until last. As a former librarian at Westminster Theological Seminary, I considered it my favorite room. I loved the spiritual wealth of it and made plans to box up many of the treasured volumes to share with seminary students and pastors. In my 75th year, my roots hold firm in Christ. 
These ensuing years point to his faithfulness and comfort in and through me as I seek to be a faithful prayer warrior and encourager to my grands who live nearby and to my new covenant body. Each new day offers a sovereign calling to live my joy before others. And before we go on, Jane, I guess I'm not sure if it's Jane or our authors, Sharon Betters and Susan Hunt, who asks a few questions. And I'm going to ask them of you for your reflection. And if you'd like to respond to these questions later, then do so. If you'd like to share your responses with me, I would love to receive them. So the first question is, why do you read the Bible? Number two, summarize your understanding of a biblical view of aging and compare your view of aging with a biblical view. How are they different? How are they the same? The next is describe one event in your life where you can now see how God was working to advance his kingdom in your heart and to prepare you to encourage others. I'm going to come back to that one. And number four, and last, Anna embraced her widowhood as her platform to glorify God. What difference could Anna's perspective make in your attitudes your reactions, and your choices each day. Okay, in terms of an event in my life where I can now see how God was working to advance his kingdom in my heart and to prepare me to encourage others, I go back to my childhood while I was living through the time that I lived at home, and uh, which would, would have been when I left for college. And I can look at both of my parents. In fact, I do look back at both of my parents, although my dad is now deceased. And they were both givers and sharers in different ways to some degree and in the same way in other ways. And I am, I am grateful that their willingness to share rubbed off on me. It is one of the greatest gifts that they left and that my mom still gives me. They were marvelous examples of how we are a collective body, no matter who we are, no matter where we are, and that we are called to share, that we must know our place. My dad always taught us, there are five of us, he always taught us that we must hold our own that we 
we're no better than anyone else, that we were just as good and had as much potential as anyone else, and that no one was better than us, and that we, meaning collectively, not just my little family, but collectively as a people, as a nation, we were one. Whether we decided to or accepted that or not, collectively accepted that or not, it was truth that we were one. We had the same blood. One person's blood wasn't green and another person's purple. We dressed the same. We had to eat the same. We eliminated the same. We emoted the same. Meaning that we cried. We laughed. We sighed. All of us. We frown. All of us. And so I believe deep in my heart that those lessons from my parents prepared me to be an extension of not only them and but also an extension of God and his love as he makes no disparity from one person to the other. He gives us all the same opportunities, the same opportunities to know him. Now you might say, well, what about the person in the jungle? All I can say is that God reaches that person. Whether the person chooses him or not is another thing, but he reaches out to that person and makes himself known to that person. And although he may not have reached every individual to date, he will because his word says he will. So once again, on this Good Friday day, I say to you, happy Good Friday, happy Easter, happy Resurrection Sunday, and God bless you.